Love Life, featuring your hosts, Rebecca Detman and Jane Donovan. The sun shines bright as it moves across my face. I feel the light. My curiosity leads me up the rabbit hole while my heart keeps me grounded. Welcome to Love Life. I'm Rebecca Detman. And I'm Jane Donovan. And due to popular demand, we are delivering today completely out there stuff. (laughs) Crazy, (laughs) cosmic, totally next level, spiritual, next, 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 next level dimensional stuff, which some of you will listen to and go, huh, that's a bit crazy. And interesting. I'll just go back to my everyday episodes about friendship and relationships. I think it's funny we're doing this on the back of friendships. We might lose some through this, Beck. <laughs> Maybe. And some people will be like, oh my God, can you make every episode about the Arcturians and the Akashic Records? And we'll be like, no, because it's not really our bag, but it is sometimes. And then the rest of you, I hope, we're just going to have a lot of fun and maybe learn a thing or two that you didn't already know. Um, Look, I mean, all of the stuff we're going to talk about today is out there. I mean, really, truly, Google is your best resource. These days, there are blogs out there which describe and channel these some of these concepts so brilliantly. Like in the 80s and 90s and even the early 2000s, you still had to trek off to the bookstore to get one weird, old, expensive channel book on what is Lemuria? If, if you could even find it back then. And now there's so many progressive, awesome websites giving. I just love it. You read them and it's so factual. It's like it's an encyclopedia. They're like, well, yes, the civilization, civilization of Atlantis was during this time period and the you know, civilization of Lemuria was at this time period in this sea. When this Spoken happened. as though it's such a given that it's everybody just, knows this. These are the geographic points and this is, yeah, this, it's just like it's just just complete natural. It's wonderful how it's not underground now. Sociocultural history. Like, I remember you know. buying a book in 1985 called Super Learning. And it was, <laughs> but wait, and the only reason I got it was I was working at the University of Adelaide and they don't their bookstore is not governed by commonwealth regulations so it was banned by the australian government and i got it and i loved it oh you still got it jane i would have somewhere i must find it and reread it google that one super learning super learning (laughs) which heavens above if we have a super species which now would be like seven minutes on somebody's youtube clip like you know like (laughs) and and everyone would be like oh yeah seen that already that's so old school. <laughs> so there's been a smattering of requests lately for this. For because for, I think the last time we went into this stuff at this level was episode 88. And every now and then somebody will be like, "Hey guys, really loved episode 88. When are you going to do more of that stuff?" Wasn't that, it fascinating? That's it was 88 too. I think we might have done that deliberately, but anyway. So um, so here's two listeners' Facebook messages that we've had within the same short time period recently. So the first one said. Would love to hear an episode about ascending to the fifth dimension, Akashic Records, Atlanteans, Arcturians, Lemurians, Pleiadians, and all that type of stuff. I'm also really interested in the tarot and psychic side of things. The second email basically asked the same question. So she said, I have been intuitively guided down the internet rabbit hole to a host of blog posts on ascension and new earth and the theories and teachings of David Icke, which I'm just compulsively devouring. Maybe this is escapism, but I like to think it's helping me cope with the present and giving me hope for the future. I'd love it if you'd consider doing podcasts on the topics of ascension, new earth, life in 5D and the Illuminati, new world order from a spiritual perspective. Your wishes are command. So I, I've said to, to Jane, look, so the two emails, they're both referenced fifth dimension. So let's absolutely talk about the fifth dimension because it is actually a huge part of our teachings. 
The other thing I think we'll mention just for fun, because I don't think we have mentioned it before on the show, is Akashic Records. And the third thing I want to mention is this Illuminati New World Order stuff. Because we've done this recently, but I think it's time again to touch on where fear comes in and we need to rebalance ourselves against our own heart's truth and fear-mongering and hyper-attention getting type stuff. Okay. So let's begin with the fifth dimension. Do you have any concept about what that is, Jane? Yes and no. What do you what do you take it to mean? I think it's pure love. I feel that it is where everybody can everybody is uh, not just highly sensitive. Everybody is in the knowing, the knowing of each other. And so there is no lack of understanding, there's no conflict, there's no It's about evolving as a soul, it, right? Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Sorry. Yes. So fifth dimension is where I believe, you know, the ascending masters are residing. Um, in fact, can you tie this in? Because this is really more of Beck's subject than mine. I, I am a curious who have read every conspiracy theory forever, but Beck is much more knowledgeable on this than me. You know, when you talked about the, the was it the seven layers of healing? Yeah. Seven that of existence. kind yep. of ties in with me with an understanding of 2D, 3D, 4D, 5D. Okay. And so I feel like you and I work with or work for beings from the fifth dimension. Okay. I, I think it's something different. Okay. Go. Um, I think 5D is what's happening to the earth right now. So it's the difference between the people who are asleep and awake. The 3D people are some of my family members, for example. Right. Some of the people I speak to at the supermarket, some of the people I'm still friends with from high school, um, you know, the lady at the bank, a lot of them are, are still very much 3D. And that means that they are living life in sort of a sound asleep type of a way. And, of course, I don't mean this disrespectfully or in sort of superior type of self-righteous hierarchy type of way. I'm just explaining how it presents. It was me. I was 3D for a long time, which meant I got up in the morning and I thought life just happened to me. And I thought when things happened, they just happened and it had nothing to do with me and I just had to figure out how to deal with it or duck and avoid it. That's living 3D. It's not taking a huge amount of self-responsibility. It's not having a huge amount of self-awareness. It's just kind of going through the motions like a robot. You're still enjoying life and you're still having learnings and experiences, but you don't have a much deeper framework or philosophy to really understand what is going on in this dimension, right? I'm with you. Now, since, well, I would say this has been happening for the last 40 years, but very well, we've been happening in, since the dawn of the age of Aquarius, the 60s. Yes, that's what I mean. So ever since the flower children started to come, some people began to slip into fifth dimensional con- consciousness rather than three. Th- that meant they started to wake up. Right. That meant they started to value peace, love, um, harmony, looking after the animals it's basically everything, Connection. everything the Greens Party stands for, basically. It's, it's just we, we, we want to bring immigrants in and not kick them off boats. We want to um, not, you know, punish criminals. We want to help them find the, court, the source of their, you know, whatever. We want gay marriage to happen. We want, yeah, we don't want animal farms anymore, puppy mills anymore. We don't want all, you know, it's just all of this. How can we love each other better and more harmoniously and have an earth which heals and nurtures and protects rather than punishes and blames and points fingers, right? Now, it sounds so simple, and yet so many people on this planet still don't think that way. 
It, they just don't. And even many of the people listening here, if we were to get into a political discussion, we would still find there'd be a lot of people, even in the Love Life tribe, who'd still say, oh, well, I still don't think that that should happen. Oh, well, I'm not sure about this. Or, you know, we're still at all these different gradients of consciousness. So fifth dimension, it's, it's not a place or a location. We're all here together in the same soup, if you will, of vibration. It's just that there's different levels of consciousness vibrating at different rates. Is this like that book series? What was it? There were 10 books in the series. You know, I'm shocking with titles. <laughs> what was it? Oh, was it no, the, was it the 10th the, the Insight? What were those books? I don't know. They Wait, were massive. Were they? Oh, I'm so frustrated I didn't get this out before we started recording. We'll put it as a The link first underneath. insight, the second insight, that was them. Never knew them. Are you serious? Totally serious. This is the books about how to become conscious. <laughs> no, they miss, were like miss them. <laughs> absolute bestsellers. When? What era? 90s? Uh, 90s. Yes, I reckon 90s. Do you remember the author? Uh, no, but I will get that and put that in the link because it's. That, I'm going to reread them now. Yeah. Um, it's fictional. It's a story that absolutely gets you in there. Okay. It's so good. It gets you in there. But I recognised at the time that this is the story of conscious awareness. Right. So uh, the 10th Insight was the last one. Right. No, then I think there might be 11th. Awesome books. I will definitely get the link and I highly encourage anyone to read them. Yeah. So that was about the veil being lifted. Yes. And it's still happening all the time. I mean, the veil is being lifted person by person by person by person in this kind of hundredth monkey syndrome, like this kind of compounding, avalanching, snowballing effect. Like it's, it's, it's happening in mass numbers. Who was it? I, I have used these statistics on the show before. And of course, I've conveniently forgotten them for this episode. But someone the other day was saying something about the percentage of Earth at the moment that's enlightened. And it's tipping. It's tipping hugely. Is it? Because more awake than 2012, leading up to 2012, you know, the, the fear, there was a lot of fear in that within the spiritual community um, in teachings was that, you know, we've got to get to 51% of love yeah. coming from love, yeah. not fear. And if we don't, we lose. This is what I want to say, and it's really important for those of you that still worry about the state of the world. Because we're winning, and you know what I mean by that. I mean because the light, the lighter, higher, more peaceful, loving vibrations are actually gaining so much powerful momentum right now. Those other voices, the sound asleep ones that are locked in fear, are becoming louder. Aren't they? And we've just seen that in the last month with, you know... Brexit. Well, yes, exactly. And one of my beautiful coaching clients, you know, sent an email that she was so distressed yeah. over what she was seeing yeah. happen there. We had another girl. And, you know, we've got this, another one of our lovely Love Life listeners, yeah, listeners. and another coaching client of mine yeah. um, in America, you know, who, who works in um, politics... It, horrified by what's going on there. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, we're about to have our election here. Yeah. Actually, I think by the time the recording goes up, we would have had it. What's and going on? And we're seeing radical stuff, aren't we? It's like pimples, how they, they fester and... <laughs> They fester and fester and fester under the surface and they get ouchier and ouchier and redder and redder and bigger and bigger and finally they pop and pus goes everywhere. But what is happening? Release of toxins. Oh Everyone, this, this is bringing up to the light. If Donald Trump gets in, I'm just going to no, no, look no. at him as a giant pimple. Donald Trump is, can go to federal court for possibly raping a 13-year-old. He's not going to get in. 
he's not getting in. All of his stuff is coming up to light too. Pluto, it's got something to do with Pluto. Astrologers will know what I'm talking about right now. There's stuff that is coming, all of the stuff that's been hidden in the shadow is coming up. So this is the whistleblowing stuff. This is the Brexit stuff. It's what people really think. And now it's come up to the surface. Okay, so people who For been, healing. For, and for, yeah, bringing it to the light so people know truth. And so anyone who's been carrying on a facade for too long in this astrological environment and in this collective consciousness environment can't get away with it anymore because the forces, the vibrations, the consciousness is pushing, pushing, pushing. Anything that is not of an authentic vibration cannot exist in this environment. Now, so what happens? Well, what happens is media outlets go crazy. They get more and more negative and they concentrate more and more on the bad, bad stuff. And the bad, bad stuff is getting worse and worse seemingly because it has to shout louder and louder against all the good voices. Look at the increase in feminism with Emma Watson standing on stage, a young, beautiful girl, like all of the like the Instagram pages I follow that are these young, vibrant male and female feminists bringing girl power back. Like what was it Rebecca Brown mentioned in her newsletter the other day that Mary Magdalene has now been recognised by the Vatican, the divine feminine is coming back. Has she? All of this. Oh, yay! So it's like what happens? The minimists speak up, which are the anti-women, the acid attacks get worse, the attacks on women get worse, the rape stories get worse, the the violent Twitter verbal abuse gets worse because... Oh, that, that dreadful K-West because of, video yes, that came out Because yesterday. of the power that's mm. amassing. What's mm. happening with the medicos in this country? They're trying to shut down everyone who's got a website that says something they don't like. My friend, who's been a naturopath for 30 years and is bloody brilliant and does the live blood analysis, do you think she can mention on her website that she can, that she has a live blood machine anymore? No, she can't because the APRA and, the, and all the medical boards are trying to shut down chiropractors, osteopaths, iridologists, naturopaths, aromatherapists out of universities. We're going to shut those courses down. Well, we've even got our um, uh, one of our major parties is uh, trying to change health insurance where you cannot get rebates to go and visit so-called alternative now, why are they doing what I this? Traditional. Why are they coming down hard on anti-vaxxers? Why are they going crazy? They're going crazy because people are voting with their feet right now. They're walking out of traditional surgeries and they're walking into Eastern and holistic medicines. And the doctors, it's become enough of a movement that politics and governments and medical boards are actually freaking out. So you want to take you want to take money off me for not vaccinating my children or you want to punish me for wanting to grow up and be an iridologist and want to go to university or whatever courses offered to study that. You want to take that away from me? Fine. Guess what we're going to do? We're going to set up grassroots preschools for those kids that can't don't have anywhere else to go and they're going to be better than yours. We're going to set up alternative <laughs> colleges that Love are going it. to be so fucking shit hot, excuse my French, that are just, we are going to be pumping out courses of whole new like we're just going to go off and create our own and you guys don't understand how this works or you think you're punishing my friend who's a naturopath by telling her what she can and can't put on her website well guess what guess how our industry works we don't advertise we talk it's <laughs> word of mouth it's grassroots you can't hold us down it's like trying to hold a ping pong ball down under a swimming pool it's not just going to let go and go to the top. It's going to go to the top and then someone explodes. You can't hold it down. It's the same in America when conservative religious groups try and promote abstinence-only education and they say, don't have sex before marriage and we hold chastity balls. Guess where the highest rate of teen pregnancy is in America? In those communities because they're holding ping-pong balls down under the swimming pool. You can't do it. What I love about this, I get so excited. That rant, was a beautiful rant, rant back. There you go. They like your rants. 
The most exciting thing here is that this is your test. This is your true test to come from love and not fear. This is for you to really sit in it and hold your vibration and feel that deep, genuine excitement that you are a fifth dimensional creature, as Bex described it. And I totally love that and agree with everything you've said. That you are living in a different world, but you can be here as the role model, as the safe place, as the strong wisdom holder for others to come to you and go, how can you not be so tormented by this? How can you be like this? And there's your entry point to start healing them, teaching them, leading them. You don't let this get you down. You're a pioneering cowboy heading for the Western Front. We are warriors. <laughs> You've got to be pointing to the horizon and saying, follow me, guys, this way. And they go, I don't know, sure about that. I don't know, believe in that. I don't know where you're going. Well, just watch me. Watch me get there and see how I thrive. Just keep leading by example. It's all you can do in the fifth dimension because the fact is we are dealing every day with people who are still sound asleep and you have to let stuff go. This is why I'm telling you guys, save your energy. Don't get into a three-hour argument at a dinner party with somebody who's in the third dimension. Because they're speaking Spanish and you're speaking Mandarin. A good it's, analogy. It's not going to happen. You're in different dimensions. I mean, I had this beautiful soul come to me yesterday for a reading and he says, he says to me, I'm not really in touch with my dad. He lives on a different planet. And what he meant was he lives 20 minutes drive away. But I knew exactly what he meant. We, it, you don't have to give too much time and energy. I know that sort of sounds contradictive, like... Oh, but if you're a loving soul, you should include everybody. Well, you're doing... I mean, we're not going to go around and kill people off. <laughs> we're not going to annihilate them because they're not in our dimension. I mean, it's more just about... It's not even that awful word tolerance that Jane always says we shouldn't use that awful word tolerance. Mm. This isn't a better than, less than conversation. This is just saying... Don't waste your energy where people aren't ready to hear you or listen. There will be people who are teetering in perhaps what we could call the fourth dimension. They are just crossing the bridge between in that they're in that wake up phase. If anyone deserves your attention and energy, give it to those people. They're the ones because that fourth dimension is actually quite a hard place to live. They're in nursery school. It is a really hard place and to live. They're coming up against all their old conservative family members' opinions, the way the world still looks to them. They've got the XY vibration going on. That that the Y is questing for this new stuff they think resonates as truth for them, but the X is pulling them back into all their old friendships and family patterns and beliefs and all of that. It's a hard place to be. A lot of you guys listening are in that place right now. Shifting dimensions is not always fun and easy and light. It can be painful. It's like birth, labor pain accompany any form of change but change is growth growth is inevitable and growth is necessary for soul evolution and remember that we've got our beautiful facebook group that is there to support you the conversations there are so beautiful with like-minded souls that you know when you're having a hard time because you've been stuck at a dinner party with somebody that wants to you know um have a go at you stop all of the doing... boat people and, yes. and you know let's put the vaccination in the water um and you're you know you fire up your role when you fire up instead is to stop and reach for your compassion. And how do you do that? The easiest way is recognising that was you. That was you. Now, you may not have agreed on those particular yep. issues, but you were 3D. So have a little trip down memory lane and remember what your life looked like, felt like and acted like when you were three-dimensional. And then when you see others that are fired up in fear and passion and emotion around whatever it is that they are unconsciously delving into, 
Use that compassion to just connect and be able to sit in it. So you can sit in it. And if somebody asks for your opinion, you just say, you know, I have a very different opinion. And if they push for that, you just say, look, if you really do want my answer, it actually is going to take a lot longer than the time that we really have here at this dinner party. And I want to honour the topic and I want to honour you. So perhaps if you want to catch up for a one-on-one, I'm happy to have a chat with you. So it's respectful. Mm. Yeah, I want you guys to remember that words don't teach. Words don't teach experienced teachers. It's not, it's not actually – you can talk to your blue in the face. You can't just change someone's mind. If that was the case, religion would work. Like missionaries would work. You know, you wouldn't have to – Mormons wouldn't still be door knocking. It would be that easy. You know, I absolutely agree, except that I do think that conversations – can work. They can enlighten. If it's a two-way. See, it's not a one-way street. When a Mormon's knocking on your door, that's a one-way street. Correct. Uninvited. Correct. You've invited them. So you've said, if you would like to know more about how I feel, I'm happy to have a one-on-one. Then they are going, I'm curious. You need. Well, they, they may that, not agree, but I'm curious. And that's, that's starting to edge closer to fourth dimension. That's, that's right. And that's, that's where there's an open space to work That's right. With. Exactly. Yeah. So that's how you do it. Yeah. Yeah. So you invite them in with that kind of statement. It eases you because you've reached for compassion. You've had the mirror held up because you remember you were like that. And maybe you are on some things. Like I think that we can be fifth dimensional but not all the time. You know, there's things that we're always on automatic pilot about. Yeah, we're still dropping in and out sometimes. Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah that's a good way of saying it. Internet in the it. 90s. Yeah, it's like you go off the dial of oh, <laughs> internet in the 90s. Yes. <laughs> I've got to dial up again, Dad. It just dropped out. Yeah, it's a bit like that on a Monday morning, isn't it? All right, let's keep moving on because we've got to keep covering stuff. Why don't we segue from here quickly into fear? I don't want to speak too much about the Illuminati and the New World Order, and I'll tell you why. For me personally, now you can you can you can Google the hell out of that stuff if you want to look at all of that stuff. There's pages and pages and pages and rabbit holes full of that sort of stuff. And even David Icke or Ick or Icky or whatever you pronounce. I've his never name. heard of him. Oh, who the girl referenced? Who's he's been around for a long time. I'm not a huge fan of his. I think a lot of these people are a double-edged sword. They do bring a lot of stuff to light and into conscious awareness. Like, have you ever thought that there might be another side to this story? Or have you ever considered maybe everything you've ever been told isn't real? I think to some extent that sort of stuff is really important because it makes you a responsible, conscious citizen, not a sheep who gets fed on a spoon at the nightly news and just accepts it as gospel, right? So a lot of these these people like you, David Icke's ex of the world, they do get you thinking. But I think to spend too much time in their vibration is often detrimental because they do a lot of attention getting fear-based stuff too. They will talk about reptilians. They will talk about George Bush and the Illuminati and the stonemasons and all this, whatever it is, all these secret societies that are out to get you and that are controlling the government. They know about aliens and the Federal Reserve and, you know, movies like Zeitgeist, which are good but which you don't need too much of. Why? Because it just because the purpose of life is joy. You can't be in that vibration and be finding joy, right? You can't be sitting in your own comfortable, content happiness. You know, whether a lot of that stuff is true, quote unquote, or not true, quote unquote, does it actually really matter? And the answer is I don't think it does. It doesn't matter. 
if we've walked on the moon or not walked on the moon. It doesn't matter if George Bush or Tony Abbott or whoever is Obama is the puppet government of some secret people who wear certain patterned coloured ties and have secret hand signs and, you know, the, the Elizabeth, royal Elizabeth, the Queen Elizabeth family, blah, blah, blah. Like they've got all these theories. And I'm like, you could spend all day in that, but I'd rather you spend all day meditating personally and finding your own truth because that is a lot more powerful and it's going to take you a lot further. Boom. Jane. Any- I love all of those. <laughs> they are fun. I'm not saying don't Having know about Having said that, them. though, I, I did go through a period where I was really devouring too much of it and it made me too radical. I actually found that I was therefore disconnecting from everybody yeah. because I was just in a different planet. It can be quite isolating too. It was and it didn't work. So it was good. I loved the eye-opening around how amazingly things can be yeah. controlled and... yeah. <coughs> you know, excuse me, but but I did, and I haven't actually got down that rabbit hole. Is it for a long to do time. with protecting your energy as well? And I know you'll appreciate this, Jane, as an HSP and an empath, because people will say stuff to me sometimes, like, "Oh my God, have you seen that video on um, Facebook about why we shouldn't drink milk, or have you seen the latest film about like the food industry and the factories?" And my answer these days is, I don't need to see that. I watched that stuff years ago. Yeah, I know it exists. I know it's screwed up. I don't need to keep reiterating how horrifying it is. And there's some people on Facebook that I follow that just keep, yep, look, peeps, this is the latest from the, you know, my inside source or whatever, and this is what they're doing to us now, and this is what is going into these ingredients. Don't poison your kids. And I'm like, I don't want to hear it. Just, I mean, I understand how to read an ingredients list. I understand we probably all shouldn't be living on blue M&Ms and blue Gatorade. It's not rocket science to me. Um, I don't need to keep a constant bombardment in my Facebook feed of the evils and poisons of the world we live in because it puts me into a fear mentality. Mm, I agree. Well, as I said, I submerge myself too much. And actually, I haven't watched anything for probably about four or five years now and don't need to because I get the concept. It's just a concept. It's 20 different people or 20 different ways of telling you a concept that there are there is control happening that you are not aware of. Okay, well, guess what? Now I am aware, and I actually really don't need to know any more than that. That's that. Just control, like, just mastermind your own reality. It's all you can control. It's all you've got. It's all you've got to work with. So the last one I'm going to touch on quickly is the Akashic Records, which is a really cool thing to know when you're delving into spiritual work. The reason why is if you go to very traditional healers, the kinds of healers who will do chakra clearings, grid work, etheric layers and auras, past life regression, they may also incorporate Akashic Records. They may, or you may find, for example, on YouTube, uh, guided meditations that will lead you down into a visualization where you go into the library. So what is the Akashic Records? Well, it's basically this compendium of thoughts and emotions and events that are believed to be encoded in a non-physical plane of existence. So that's like the astral plane. So really they're not in a, in a physical place. They're kind of in the ether. But you'll find if you ever do a, a guided meditation to go visit the Akashic Records, you may find yourself in a large room like a library with shelves. That's how I saw it when I did go mine. forever. Yeah, right? yeah. So, and I'm just going to, I'm actually It's gonna, like, yeah, it's like that, that it's, it's infinity. In, infinity corridors. Like yes. imagine a, yes. the ultimate labyrinth library, like with just from floor to ceiling, filled forever. With, and every single book, you can walk along and pull out a volume and open it up and there is the life history of a soul and everything that soul's been through. It's almost like the halls of karmic rights and justice where it's all recorded in a supercomputer, basically. It's this concept that everything you've ever done, thought, felt, seen, experienced, grown through, it has been written down and recorded and that you can go and access your own files and 
maybe even the files of others, if you can meditate yourself to such a vibrational state to enter that dimensional field, that plane. So I'm just Edgar Casey, who's that ancient old medium sort of spiritualist guy from 100 years ago, on edgarcasey.org, because he was one of the first people who really channeled it and talked about it. I'm just going to read you a paragraph from his website because I think it just sums it up so well. So it says, The Akashic records contain the entire history of every soul since the dawn of creation. These records connect each one of us to one another. They contain the stimulus for every archetypal symbol or mythic story which has ever deeply touched patterns of human behaviour and experience. They have been the inspiration for dreams and invention. They draw us toward or repel us from one another. They mould and shape levels of human consciousness. They are a portion of the divine mind. Beautiful. Isn't that cool? I did a meditation up at Uluru, guided meditation to go to the Akashic Records, and I was with a, a class of about 50 people at this retreat. And, um, and as we came out of it, everybody was going, oh, my God, that was amazing. I saw this in my records. I saw that, blah, blah, blah. Mine was blank. <laughs> I said to I said to uh, to the teacher, I, my, I, I got to I got the book, got it out. It's blank. She laughed and she said, "Because you would have self sabotaged if you'd known what was written in there." And that is the truth. I would have. Often you're not allowed so, to know stuff. No, that's right. Absolutely, and I do believe I it's would have too, sabotaged too much for too you much. at certain points. So I just wanted to share that only because some of you may get curious from this and start googling a, a meditation to take you to the Akashic records and look at your records. And if, like me, you get blank, don't freak out. It doesn't mean you're going to die today. <laughs> doesn't mean you've got no soul <laughs> doesn't history. Doesn't mean that there's nothing happening. It's all over. It's only as far as you're ready to go at this step. <laughs> well, only yeah, without sabotaging. Yeah. My curiosity leads me up the rabbit hole while my heart keeps me grounded. We hope you've had a bit of fun today. I know these episodes are over so fast and we could talk about this stuff forever. We will touch on this stuff some more. It would be cool, Jane, at one point to do Arcturians and Pleiadians and some of that cool. Well, I'm really read the books because I've got some great books I've read that were channeled about the Pleiadians and I loved them and they were a yeah. big part of my life for a period of time. Okay, well, we will, we'll make a promise to you guys that we will do an alien episode coming up sometime soon. Um, look, until this time next week, have fun exploring some of your own theories, Googling some of the stuff we've talked about today to learn a bit more about it yourself but have the consciousness of knowing where to put it in your heart in your mind so you can get on with your day and if you'd like to listen to any of our other episodes please go to lovelifeshow.com and until this time next week have a bit of fun going down or up the rabbit hole life is perfect i'm not trying it's just happening and it's a beautiful day